everybody. <coughs> okay. Um, my name is Alba, and I am a TA as well here in Villanova. Um, thank you for the introduction, Manny, because my topic is also related to teaching, but it's focusing on languages rather than humanities. So let's press the second language um, um, button. These are the, the games that I'm going to discuss here. The first one, MMOs, Fran has already talked about them. They are massively multiplayer online role-playing games, very long name, such as, for example, um, World of Warcraft. Another game, type of games, sorry, is sandbox construction games, such as Minecraft. And last but not least, puzzle, puzzle action games like scribble knots. So what's the what's the link between language and teaching, language teaching and video games? Why is it uh, so suitable if that's the, the approach? Well um, <laughs> if we take a look um, very quick at the one of the most current approaches to teaching, the task based approach teaching languages, of course, um, we, we learned that this kind of teaching has to be inductive, that is more student-centered rather than teacher-centered. Students have to be the protagonists of their classes, of, yeah, of the learning, is their journey. Um, there has to be a task in the class, and this task uh, needs to be as real as possible to their daily lives so that they can feel engaged to it, so that they can feel the motivation behind it. Uh, this text, obviously, if it is real, it has to be um, within a context. And that context, if you're teaching Spanish maybe, is related to the state of, of uh, the crisis, the economical crisis in Spain. Social cultural context, they learn about it. They learn language, more concepts. Um, there has to be motivation, and these tasks, these tasks are meant to be resolved in groups. And this, um, this makes the students speak more. That's the point, to make them to speak and to, to navigate in a whole new world that they, they rarely know. So, this is the teaching principles well, that we are using at least us here. And if we, for example, take a look at how MMOs work, Fran has already talked about them a little bit, so you have a, an introduction on them. We see that um, there is a task, and the task is based on a quest. There is a quest to complete the, the game. It's very, it's inductive, because nobody's telling you what you have to do. It's yourself there, again, confronting the screen, and everything is new, and you have tools that you use, tools in form of objects or in form of players, because you can, you can talk with other players. Um, yeah. Yes? Could you please remind us of the, uh, of the uh, meaning of the acronym? Yeah, sorry. It's Massively Multiplayer Online Games. It's Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> games that are played with lots of players at the same time. Okay? Um, 
these these games also um, make you they make the players socialize a lot. Because why? Because you cannot pass the game on your own. You need most of the time you need the help of others, and that's why it comes the talking. You need to communicate. You need to to hey, I need help to the to build this this dungeon so that I get to this loot that I need to to pass to the next level. So, um, how does socialization works here? There are plan there are clans. Once you get into the game, you belong to a family and it's made up out of 40 people, more or less, and they give you a name, so it's, it's almost like in real life. Um, there are parties, which are smaller groups, and if, when you are playing and you need help, then this is the party. These people that are helping you is, is the party. Five people is, right? Okay. Yeah, and there are roles. Each player has to perform a role, there are three kinds of, of roles. The damage dealer, the tank, and what is the other one? Killer. Okay. Because uh, I'm not a gamer myself, so <laughs> I study all this. I study all this. Um, yeah, so this, this, um, this setting to socialize makes you to communicate a lot. Effective understanding, interaction, and learning is key to progress on the game, as I've already said. Uh, there is feedback all the time. Uh, coming from the text that you are dealing with. We will see an examples afterwards. And feedback from your co-players when you are talking. The server is a very important um, concept here. Once you are within this game, you are within a server, and each server has an official language. So you have to communicate in that language all the time. In the general chat, for example, if you start, if it is a Spanish server and you start talking in Latvian, well, they won't understand you. <laughs> um, yeah. So all these reasons make these games very engaging and motivating. And the proof is, well, I think it was Frank already showed us that there are many people playing these games nowadays. And this data becomes more impressive if we look at the fact that this cost money monthly playing these games. So it has to be they have to be motivating, otherwise we wouldn't be spending this 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 money. So the reading and writing. Many people would say, well if you don't know how to play games or if you are not a gamer, well that child is that's you are not confronted to lots of reading or there are some games that, for example, oh no, it's, I think it's there. Some games require a level of basic reading ability is needed to fully enjoy this game. So there it is. You need some basic knowledge of literacy. And when you come to think about it and when you experience it yourself, you realize that there are lots of text. In the, in, on the screen. Lots of different texts, expository, procedural, transactional, persuasive, in-game text talk channels that go very fast. If you are doing something in a game and suddenly other people need you to fulfill a task or, well, you need to, to engage in that conversation and, and follow them 
detention. Also, other other kinds of texts is out game or about game discussion boards, emails that they write in the in their character, so using the same register of the game. If it is a medieval setting game, then you will be using another kind of language. Uh, unofficial or official fandom sites, unofficial are more popular somehow. Blogs where um, players write their what they did in the game. Well, I did this uh, I don't know, action and I really enjoyed it. And they explain it in great, in very great detail. Uh, it's amazing because they do it. They do it because I, they like it. Um, and then fan fiction about the games. This is an example of some of the texts that you might have on the screen. On the left you have the mission, on the left on up you have the mission, and then the chat there. But if you look at the next one, then you see even more text. And again, the mission, the quest here, the chat going on there, and all those names of the different players that are online, they're playing in the same place as you. So it's quite complex. If you are not familiar with this, wow, it's, it's just, there are so many things. And yeah, it takes a while. <laughs> so um, I really like that quote, games reorganize literacy, because they, what they do is that you learn about language in a different form from we that the traditional one is is different. It's but in the end, it's almost the same. The content in the end is the same. The form is different. The content is the same because we we are not given this this sentence in our classes, for example. Okay, but they talk using this language. Let's analyze it. So you get this this sentence in bold in a chat, and they know what they mean. Somebody that is not familiar with it. They don't know it. It says, what? No, this is not even broken English. This is not in English. You cannot, um, yeah, you cannot see the meaning behind it. So, but if you ask a gamer, he will tell you very quickly, oh yeah, of course, that's just a second. I have to go to the 11th forest to gener generate. I am out of mana potions. Okay. <laughs> um, and then if you, if you analyze it from a linguistic standpoint, you, you really see that it is very complex and it, it functions as a, any utterance does, any utterance in the outside the online setting. It, there is a request, it's explaining why he has to leave, um, he, why he needs a timeout. Uh, there is a construction of the events, what's going on in the game. Uh, I have to go to somewhere. And there is an account, the reason. Explain the reason. So what we may conclude is that it's exactly the same. The form is not the same, but why? Because they are doing, it's very quick. Everything is going on very quick and they have to make the most out of the keyboard. And so, it's understandable that they end up writing abre using abbreviations and even with um, typographical errors like 
um, like two. This is on the other way around. Um, so this is games reorganizing literacy at the sentence level. But this also happens at a discourse level. If you get to analyze a discourse um, part of a chat, not just one sentence, but a set of them, you it's very interesting because what happens is that it happens the same as in in other in a dialogue in real life. There is clarification. If if they don't understand you, they ask you, what did what do you mean? There is confirmation, there is comprehension, there is self-correction from the person that is writing or correction made by others. So yeah. This is not childish or simple or they are really um, learning how to use language here and interact. So the next kind of games, Minecraft. Well, this is a sandbox game and consists, well, the, the player is confront is in a world that is made of cubes and he or she can make can create whatever they want like lego but digital and they can interact with anybody there it's, it's like a world and they can interact with other players um the amazing thing about this program is that very recently they created minecraft edu and this is a project that started in Finland, I think, Finland and the US. And the project consists of bringing Minecraft to the classroom to teach history, mathematics, or uh, language. And so far, there are 1,000 schools across the world using it, um, up to 20,000 students. Um, using it, so that proves that it's very successful. Uh, the project they try to make it affordable because it's understandable that not every school has the same um, conditions, like they have computers, and, but they they are doing their best. And how to apply it to language? Well, um, the every cube has a label <coughs> with what it is like grass, and it says grass. So you can put it in Spanish if you are teaching Spanish. Everything, every cube in Spanish. So they are learning more vocab. Or you are the teacher, and you're saying, OK, let's, let's create a, a server and only for Spanish speakers so that your class goes into the server and is forced to use Spanish to coordinate their actions where they are building something. So they are. They have to use Spanish. They are learning vocabulary. And it's a way to, to, to get to communicate more and learn about um, uh, collaboration as well. So let's look at an example. This is uh, a video um, taken from a computer professor in, in New York City. Second graders learning, well, you will see. Wait a minute, Anderson, did you go to the front desk? They told you to go to room 107? Okay. 
Wait, can I can I get a room too? Can I ring the bell? Ding ding ding. There's nobody at the front desk. I I'm in room 109. Should I just go upstairs? Well, I'm hungry. Can I get a bite to eat first? This way? Okay. Do you see the labels there? Oh, I love it. It's great. I'll sit here. Okay. Oh, you'll sit with me. Thanks, Anderson. Okay. Okay. What's you holding there? Furnace? Are you leaving? Oh, it took too long. You're out of here. No service? All right. You know what? I changed my mind. I think I'm going to go check into my room upstairs. I'll, I'll come later. Oh, more customers. So wait, I'm in 109, you said? 108, 110. Hmm. Okay. Ah, very nice. Okay. Well, <laughs> what's interesting for him is that they speak a lot. They don't have they don't have any fear to participate. And they are in class. And they are building this hotel to show and they are so excited to show it to to their to their teacher. So has a very positive impact on on education. Um, okay. Oh. Another game. The last type of games. Um, scribble notes. A puzzle action game. This game centers around Maxwell and his quest to obtain star rights. Well, the 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 thing is that he obtains them by solving puzzles. And those puzzles are solved by creating objects. So for example, let's see, well, this one. Give me something to help me grow. And what the player has to do is to go to the notebook and write something that he will, that he will need to, to make him grow, okay? So you're using your imagination and you are writing you are writing and sometimes, well, <laughs> it's middle spelled or it's that, that it doesn't exist there, but you are learning how to spell things, how to spell words, and you're using your imagination, as, I, as I've already said. And there are lots of levels, up to 220. It's very entertaining. You, you can really have lots of fun with this. An example of the new version that is unlimited, you can create anything. Let's have a look. The best-selling award-winning game is back. Welcome to Scribblenauts Unlimited. A world where you can imagine anything and explore everything. Venture out on continuous and unbound exploration. Now in high definition on the Wii U. Create any object you can think of. And bring it to life. Once you've created it, 
share your creations with friends. And now with an all new multiplayer mode, the fun is endless. And finally, learn the tale behind Maxwell's magical notebook. Help Maxwell by using the most powerful tool in his world, your imagination. Scribblenauts Unlimited. Imagine anything, explore everything. Start your adventure at facebook.com slash. Okay. Yeah. So this is uh, a very good. It's, it's unlimited, which is great for. To continue the stories. Um. Okay. So as conclusions. Uh, I think that video games are, are offer a way to overcome challenges of the classroom, of the language classroom, because. <coughs> well. It puts performance before competence. They are not afraid to, to make mistakes when interacting. Or, well, they need to interact well because that really, you know, affects the action later. So, there are well other problems, language in use through action, players learn by doing, as Manuel said, there are intercultural collaboration with, again, in these servers, there are millions of people from all over the world. Interaction occurs at all times. It reduces the cost of failure in that, in the, in that sense, because even though if you, if you fail, you never quit, you never give up. You want to, to carry on uh, playing, so you continue. And it's, it's a very good um, platform to, to, to work on pragmatics, syntax, semantics, and discourse practices, um, which are really enacted. And that cannot happen in the classroom. It's very limited. Uh, yeah. And I like this motto that was used in the conference uh, of active, of Actfield in 2013, stop <laughs> preparing great classes and start creating um, great assignments. Assignments, video games would be a very good example. And well, I wanted to show you and to share with you some of the latest books that came out. The one on the left, uh, Digital Games in Language Learning and Teaching, that is from 2012. 